Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So sometimes you have eyes to see and other people do not. When we think about the rainbow, again, we're continuing on with Noah. And God said, look, a new covenant. I will not wipe the world clean. I won't do it again with all living things. Here's my covenant with you, Noah. The bow in the sky. The rainbow in the sky will be the sign of my covenant. You and I, every time we see a rainbow, let's reflect on God's covenant with us. He promised he wouldn't wipe the world clean again, at least not with a flood. What he's going to do, who knows? But you have to look at how Satan takes the things of God and just perverts them. Look at what he did with the rainbow. And now... The flag, whatever you get, the pride flag, which by the way is a sin to be prideful, isn't it amazing how it's so right in your face, but why don't people see it? A, because they don't know the Bible. (laughs) Honestly, I had no idea a rainbow was in the Bible. I had no idea a rainbow was a covenant after the flood of Noah. No clue. And it's so funny now because you see the rainbow that started out as this big gay pride thing. And now it has become this LBGTQ plus minus percentage mark exclamation point LMNOP. Whatever else you're going to throw in this thing. It looks like when your TV would go out a signal, you know, and it would have all these weird marks and things. I mean, it is just absolutely ridiculous. But that's how Satan is. He takes things that are beautiful and sacred even and bastardizes them, perverts them, desecrates them, If you think about the most satanic event outside of satanic sacrifices and murders, you're talking the Black Mass. 
You have to know Catholicism is real when you have the Satanists running around stealing consecrated hosts, Jesus himself. You have to look at Madonna with seven swords in her heart, dressed up looking like the Blessed Virgin Mary, knowing her life, knowing her moral compass. This woman is more evil than you could even imagine. And let's not forget, people who have adopted children not always for the good. And yes, from other countries or through other famous people's philanthropic organizations. Human trafficking. It's so hard to wrap your mind around the evil that is out there. And I'm coming today just to show you how to do it. Because if you get emotional, hello, we've been talking about emotions. If you haven't figured out now that you had best control yours for the sake of your own health and for the sake of your own soul, then you might want to just turn off this channel because I must not be communicating in a way that makes any sense. Because I, for one, am done killing myself and giving the power to other people to kill me. Slowly, (laughs) but surely. Slowly, but surely. So when you, you see things, like I did on the Super Bowl, Rihanna, another satanic worshiper. I could care less if she's pregnant or not. What she was dressed as, what were the other people doing? They were in hazmat suits. What was that kind of looking cross, but of course you cut the sides down? Was that sort of a perversion of the cross? What were the dances? I didn't even watch it. I was next door with my neighbors who I love. Many are not on the same page as me. Some were so excited they sat down and couldn't wait to watch Rihanna perform. And all I was doing was praying. Yes, I'm in the corner in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace. You know, like hoping that any of the satanic spells or whatever that they were putting out into the airwaves did not affect these people in this room. If I had holy water, (laughs) I would have probably brought that out. But this is how it goes. So what do we do? We don't allow our emotions to get to us. We immediately pray. We immediately cast out any spirits of evil. And in the case of the rainbow, for example, again, I read that this morning as my daily reading goes and my beautiful Mental prayer, I was up at 4.30. What I'm trying to get at is evil is always going to try to pull you down. It's going to try to pull you into emotions 
that are viceful, number one, so they're bad for your soul, but number two, they are truly bad for your body. And the more that you can pull your emotions out of whatever it is that you're reading, you're watching, you're listening to, you then control your analytical mind. Yesterday, I told you how we are programmed. We get pulled in emotionally and then we open up our subconscious. Our analytical mind gets kind of set to the side because we're not thinking. We're reacting with emotions. And when we're reacting with high emotions, whatever we are experiencing, whether it's real or not, I mentioned it could be a fake threat, like the shingles virus, which by the way, I don't know if I've told you, but I've talked to a couple of doctors who I've said, are the shingles that bad? They've been in practice for decades. And the picture of the rash that they put on that commercial, there's two commercials. One where a voice is a woman who actually sounds like, well, she's supposed to be the virus. She says like, hi, Linda, I'm the shingles virus and I'm inside you. You know, like that kind of crap. And you freak out. So you're already emotionally involved, which means your analytical mind gets shoved to the side and now you're a bundle of stupidity. An open vessel to just take in the stupid narrative, whoever wants to sell you something or whoever wants to enlist some sort of program in you, whether it's a movie or music or TV or a commercial. These people aren't stupid. They know what they're doing. You now know what they know. So be smart about it. Stop the emotion in a minute and know that they are trying to engage you in emotional reactions. Because if they do, you will slide right on in. Let's look at gun violence, shall we? Let's look at every time there is a shooting. It's all about the emotions, the children. And yes, I'm not saying it's <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good thing when we have people get shot up at schools. That's not what I'm saying. But they pull every emotional string when they are sharing that story and then they immediately go into gun confiscation. And by the way, it's not the gun. It's not the gun. It's the person. When are we going to look at these people? When are we going to say, hey, wait a minute. I don't know about the recent one, but the last dozen or so have all been on the FBI or police watch lists. Why are we not taking a look at the person? Because I don't know about you, but the last time I saw a gun in my own house, it didn't do anything until my husband moved it to clean it or packed it up to go hunt with it. It's just like when that guy got in the car, that minivan, and ran through people up in Wisconsin at that beautiful Christmas parade. What, are you going to take cars away from everybody? No, 
because it's not the car. But if you think about it, it makes sense when you're emotionally involved in it. When you think, oh, those poor parents and the pictures that they show and the scary stories and the same words that they say on every single channel. Horrifying. All of the words that they say is downright laughable because it is a narrative script that gets sent out across all the mainstream media. So they're saying the same words. And they're pulling at your same emotional strings. So stop the emotion and realize what is going on, what they are doing to you. And then pass this on to someone else, especially your people who are emotionally charged and have no other real reason other than the fact that the TV makes me mad about this, the TV makes me sad about this, the TV makes me furious about this. Look at abortion. They do the exact same thing with that. Exactly. And that's why people don't know anything beyond, it's my body, it's my choice. And the real facts and the real horror around abortion and the real damage that it does to a woman. I mean, you just had Chelsea Handler. Don't know if you saw this, but she put a video out on Twitter. My life as a single woman with no kids. And it was pretty gross to me. And I have no kids. And I chose to have no kids. If I were the same person as I was, I probably would have cheered on Chelsea Handler for that video because I was emotionally charged. Why? Because I never looked anything up. All I did was just listen to what the news said, listen to what people like, I don't know, movie stars and actresses and people that were well-known and highly regarded, you know, I idled these people. If Oprah said it, it was probably, yeah, I'm all about it. Jennifer Aniston, yeah, I'm going to try that product. I was an idiot. I bought into all of it. I was such a sucker. And I would consider myself pretty smart. But not really, because I never looked anything up. I just took whatever they said and garnered and made my own those emotions. And that's why they became beliefs, even though... I didn't really necessarily believe them myself because I never actually looked into them. Okay. So when the emotions come, stop them, cast them out. Don't allow your body to get that pit in your stomach. Don't allow your shoulders to creep up to your ears. Don't allow your heart to beat so fast that you can actually feel it in your chest and radiating in your head. Do not let that sinking feeling come over you. Don't. Why? Because it's not God and it's a lie. You've got to trust God and you've got to kick these emotions out and just say, no way. 
because my soul and my body and my health is so much more important than this news broadcast, I say loosely in quotes, news, than this podcast that I'm listening to that's getting me all excited and anxious and nervous to this person who's, you know, just pushes every button. I refuse to allow that person to do that to me anymore. My boss, my coworker, my spouse, my sibling, my parents, my coach, my best friend, It takes practice. But when you cast them out, like I said, and you have that peace that falls over you, there's nothing, and I mean it, no thing like it. Nothing like it. And then you say, I get it. It clicks. But the real deal is that you've got to pay attention. And that, my dear friends, is the true walk, the true moment where you don't allow anyone, anything, any place, any circumstance, shake your peace. And can you imagine how you can elevate your own emotional state, your own spiritual state by calling on the Lord to fill you with his peace, his love, his joy. And you can work with your body to reprogram those emotions when it comes to that person, that place, that memory, that thing, that podcast, that whatever newscaster, journalist, quote unquote, Practice, practice, practice. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. That's it. But what the cool thing is, is the more you change just even your basic emotions. So let's say you're just kind of blah during it. This was me yesterday. I had an amazing couple of hours in in prayer and mental prayer. And then I had a beautiful morning. I was so present. I didn't even think about time. I was just enjoying being in the now, if you will, which is difficult. We live lives like to-do lists. And when we do that, we miss out on the present moment. I'm not saying you don't do your to-do list. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you... You live and you pay attention to things as your life is unfolding before you in the day. Like I was walking and I was like, oh my gosh, I was paying attention to the trees. I mean, it's still winter here. There's no leaves. It's cold. But I'm noticing that there's more birds coming back into the area. And, you know, when you just notice life and beauty and even just things like the breeze on your face, And even like the change of the breeze, because it's not quite spring yet, but a couple of days, it's had a few breezy days that smell and feel like spring. All right. 
I could go on and on, but yesterday was a double whammy, so I won't do that to you today. But let's remember, there are lots of traps out there that Satan has set for us with people, with situations, with information that we consume, and we have to be sharp. We have to be paying attention, and we just got to be smarter than Satan and realize that he is just taking all of what God says and all of the goodness of God and perverts it. You can see it. Everything from the nuclear family, the, the mother, the father, and this is serious stuff where the man takes his wife and leaves his mother and father. This is a whole new life. That's why raising children is so important to raise them in the faith, to raise them to be aware of how this world is going to take them down, how this world is going to pull them into hell, literally. And then, of course, the immorality and the sexual nature that has just become okay at all ages And now it's not just homosexuality. It's all of the things that are happening with gender dysphoria and mutilation and all of this stuff. And it's all about perverting God's creation. And it's all emotionally charged. I'm going to leave you with one thing. Emotionally charged means your children are being duped. If your children are in this kind of lifestyle, or if this is how they hang out, or even if you are in this lifestyle, or you agree with, hey, love is love. Do whatever you want to with your body. Love whoever you want to if you're not harming anyone. But you are harming someone because you're harming not only God's creation, by mutilating it and changing it. But you are also calling God a liar because he didn't make you the way that you think you should be made. You are calling yourself a God. You are making gods and idols out of these doctors. And unfortunately, these people, when you see them in real life, when they try to explain and help people understand where they're coming from and why they're doing what they're doing, they cannot. Matt Walsh, you can love him or hate him. I love the dude. (laughs) I just think he's great. But he's one that showed a bunch of Asian kids, I think I mentioned this the other day, on a panel, and the only one that was like, there was one, one dude, he was, I would say, conservative, dressed in like a suit kind of thing. Everybody else was in their purple hair and weird stuff. And he said, no, we, we are this and we are that. And the emotions and the rage coming from these other kids was palatable. Uh, they were so angry at this man, this boy, this young man, with what he was saying that they couldn't even stand it. They were bubbling out of their skin. That is satanic. That is a spirit of evil. 
And unfortunately, people don't see that. (laughs) When you're so emotionally charged into something and you go beyond reason and you start yelling and you're like incoherent, you cut someone off, you don't even allow them to speak, that is evil. So if that is you, you best start now. Y'all should have been starting four or five weeks ago when I had put all this kind of stuff together. Don't let anyone take your peace. It's yours with God. And you can get it back in a second. In a second. It's really up to you. How long are you going to wait and stay in that state? Allowing your genes to get into dis-ease. Down-regulating your good, healthy genes, and you're just going to continue the same cycle. You are reinforcing that belief about that person, that emotion about that person, and all of the physical stuff that happens about that person, place, thing, whatever it is. Satan is working overtime. Time to pay attention. Time to fight the fight. And time to take your life back, man. Come on. Enough already. He's been messing with you for way too long. You're done. I'm done. It's taken us this long to truly connect it all. Now it's up to us. Now we have to pay attention Stop, pause, pray, and move forward with a whole new God-like spirit. This is what the saints did. They had a prayer life. If you're not praying, get your butt up. Oh my gosh, it is changing my life. Changing it. And I'm not a morning person. (laughs) This morning I got up. I'm like, oh, please, please tell me it's something like 2 o'clock so I can still sleep. No, it was 4.30. And I'm like, I better get up because before I know it, the sun's going to start coming. I'm going to have to get up at like 3 when the summer comes and it's a <laughs> sunny as 5. But it's been so wonderful. Why? Because I am entering my day in the Spirit of God. It's just beautiful. I'm setting forth who I want to be. I'm praying to God and asking for his help with what I'm going to do for Lent, etc., etc. Which, by the way, I hope that you're praying through yours. Listen to my podcast from yesterday. It's a little bit long, but it's really, really important that we go through this love sacrifice. And... That we're really honest with ourselves, that we truly have that sit down, come to Jesus kind of moment and say, okay, Lord, I don't want to do this, but I know you want me to do this. So I've got to do it with you (laughs) and I'm going to do it with, with full love for you, knowing that you're going to help me conquer this. I mean, go in, 
think about it. If you prayed with God and you said, Lord, not a deal. Hey, I'll make you this deal. If you do this, I'll do that. No. But if you sit and you say, Lord, with all my heart, I want to love you. And I want to show you that my temperance and my self-control and that I can manage this body, that this body's just been programmed to do what I've told it to do forever. So with your help, with your power, with your grace, I am going to attack this, this Lent. And I am confident, Lord, that with your help and when I make it about you, not about a diet, not about a battling of an addiction, not about um, Susie who hurt me way back when or it's all my father's fault. It's about you and God. And when you two partner up and you say you want to love and you want to love yourself, if it's something that you've been doing to harm yourself, or you want to love others, if it's something that you've been doing to resent others and ultimately harming yourself. But when you have it that when you have that conversation with him and you do it together and you do it with love and you do it with confidence, how are you gonna mess up? How are you gonna lose? You're not. And then that's all you do is you start every single day with God. And then you live that day in that day. You don't worry about the next day and you don't fret about what happened the day before, but you do learn and you say, okay, wait, 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 wait. I wasn't present at all yesterday. I was totally unconscious. I just let myself do the day. The day did me pretty much. And then you just learn for the next day and you ask God for help. And I'm going to go there. If this Lent, you're doing the same stinking thing that you did last year and the year before and the year before that, maybe for the last few decades, enough is enough. Come on. I hate to say it like that, but aren't you tired of this? Isn't this just stupid? Because if you're not really ready to deal with it, then be honest with yourself. If you're really not ready to let go of that vice, that stronghold, that sin, then you need God to change your heart. That's another kind of prayer and another kind of issue that you've got to take to him for his help. But I'm at that point where it's like, look, I'm not drinking, period. Last year, I'm going to drink two glasses because I want to exercise temperance because I know that I'm not not going to drink. I know that's a double negative. But this time, it's different. It doesn't have a hold on me like it did last year. I don't seem to have an issue with it. And I'm going to tell you I am going to drink every day until Wednesday. Not because I have an addiction to it, but just because I'm like, all right, 
I'm kind of like almost looking to get sick and tired of it, you know, like, all right, I'll do it every day and then I'll be happy to stop, if you will. That, if that makes any, any, any sense, because it may not to some of you. Okay, gosh, this one's long too. I just have so much to say. Alrighty, everyone, let's pray briefly. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, come, Holy Spirit, into our heart, into our minds, into our souls. Help us every moment today to pay attention, to be aware of what is going on in our lives, and to manage the emotions that not only kill us slowly, but also damage our soul and bring us closer to hell where we do not want to be. We want to be righteous. We want to be holy. We want to have your spirit of temperance and generosity and kindness come through us so that we can love ourselves and love others, but we know we need you first. So if that's where we're gapped, that's where we have no relationship with you, we need it. Put that into our heart to build a prayer life. Help us with our Lenten sacrifice so that for once and for all, we can put some of these vices and temptations and sins behind us. Mary and St. Joseph, we ask you as the holy parents for all of us out here who are struggling with our own lives and worrying about our children, help us, help us to be humble and to invite you in so that we can help our children and help our families as best we can. If we're single, help us still be the best witness to others, to be joy, to be love, and to be righteous and to speak truth. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. Long. I love you. Go on with your day. You've got this. You're ready. You are ready to take on this stupid thing, this, stu <laughs> this stupid sin, because when you take away your emotions and you use your analytical mind, you'll sit there and you'll think how stupid this is. Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. All right, everyone, I love you all. Go find something more with God today. Live today with purpose and meaning. Be aware of what's going on and it will change your life. Have a blessed and inspired day.